I'm Brett Chang. And I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for TGIF, September 30th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. Okay, so Jay, today's FOD is more of a PSA than a fact of the day in FOD. But so here's the number. $20 billion is the amount that Canadians lose annually through wasteful food practices per the National Waste Council. Even worse, it estimates that 63% of food Canadians have thrown out was perfectly edible, Brett. That's that's just depressing, Jay. And that's something I think, by the way, we can all get better at. One thing I recommend that my mom has done, she listens to this for a long time, is if bananas are going bad, you can freeze them and you can use them in banana bread. That's like a very simple thing to do. And her banana bread is the best. I, I just had it. And so, look, we don't have to waste all this food, Jay. There's ways around it. There is ways around it. Banana bread is one of them. There has to be other ways as well. Smoothies are a good way to get rid of lots of fruit at once. And we do that almost every morning. So between your banana bread and our smoothies, maybe our fruit consumption, maybe we're bucking the trend. And, and look, if you have any other suggestions, Peak Pals, tw- tweet at us. I love to hear and uh, we'll share them with the with the Peak Pals. Brett, aside from how we could waste less food, what do we have for Peak Pals today? For our first story, Google is bringing search into the 21st century. For our second story, Pickleball, it's really taking off. And for our last story, the results of a quote-unquote referendum in Ukraine. For our first story, these days, Google it no longer has the same magical all-knowing ring it once did. I know it, you know it, and Google knows it, which is why we're having this story, which is why they're trying to bring search into the future. So Brett, what does the next gen search look like? Yeah, it's a good question, Jay. So Google announced at its Search On conference that it's testing updates to search and maps that will push its flagship tools in a quote-unquote visual forward direction, including... Well, the ability to search using a combination of images and text simultaneously, like the ability to take a food photo and find where you can get the dish nearby. Photos laid out in a stories-like mosaic along with a map and images from travel sites that link to guides when searching for vacation destinations. And new augmented reality capabilities for maps, including, well, a blatantly Gen Z pandering feature called Neighborhood Vibes, man, which gives users a vibe check for locations. It's good vibes only here on the Peak Daily, Jay. (laughs) Google also wants to revamp how search ranks results so that instead of links simply getting worse as you go on, you'll get slightly different results about the same or an adjacent topic. This is all happening because Google search is pivoting from text to images for the same reason Instagram pivoted from photos to videos. TikTok is eating up a chunk of their market share. A recent survey found that 40% of Gen Zers prefer to use apps like TikTok over search to discover information about things like restaurants, stores, and travel. I get that, Jay. I I use it like that too. Google sees the changes as necessary to compete in an internet environment that is increasingly focused on visual information and hyper-targeted recommendations. And here's why it all matters. The distinction between social media and other big tech apps is blurring as every app must do kind of everything for everyone, leaving us endlessly just scrolling all the time, Jay. It reminds me of Not Hot Dog from Silicon Valley on HBO. Hot Dog, Not Hot Dog. Yeah. For our second story, you've probably heard of pickleball. It's the fastest growing sport in North America two years running. And if you haven't, you probably at least heard it because it's so darn loud. That's exactly what it sounds like. 
And here's the thing, with millions of investors playing it, big name investors are betting people want to watch it too. And I just want that to stop, Jay. I just want me to ban Pickleball. <laughs> what else might, is happening? I might do it for the rest of this story. <laughs> An ownership group, including NBA superstar LeBron James, bought a professional pickleball team that will join Major League Pickleball, which is a real thing. We're calling it the MLP for its upcoming season. Now, the MLP said every member of the ownership group, including other NBAers, Draymond Green and Kevin Love, that they all play pickleball, which brings to mind the humorous image of like six foot nine, 250 pound athletes crowding around a tiny little court and just whacking at the ball. <laughs> pickleball, if you haven't, if you don't know, it's a combination of like tennis, badminton, table tennis, and it was invented in 1965, but boomed in popularity during the pandemic as a social distance activity with low barriers to entry. And Brett, just a note, my high school gym teacher a million years ago had us playing this. So we were like way ahead of the curve at Nata Kai gym class. Pickleball is just easier tennis. It's tennis for people. And this is controversial. It's tennis for lazy people, Jay. A, a survey in January of this year by Pickleball Canada estimated that 1 million people in Canada play pickleball almost three times more than two years prior. But the MLP faces a crowded field. There are two other pro pickleball leagues, the Professional Pickleball Association and the Association of Pickleball Professionals. Do they know that they can use different words than like professional association pickleball? I guess they don't, but we'll see which one wins. It's like, which one do you prefer, Jay? The MLP, the PPA, or the APP? I just like MLP. It sounds hysterically funny. Yeah. Sports leagues usually have a tough time surviving, let alone growing. I'll note the XFL without two identical leagues. Plus, just because people like playing it doesn't mean they'll like watching it. You can ask that to the Spikeball community. There was a big movement around televising Spikeball for a bit, and I just feel like that's really taken off. It really didn't. But here's the bottom line, Brett. It's unlikely that the dominance of the big four North American sports leagues will be broken up anytime soon by pickleball or maybe anything else. And soccer is more likely Canada to do it more than pickleball. But, but, but. If pickleball continues to grow at this pace, it could give tennis, your favorite sport, Brett, a run for its money. God forbid, Jay. And for our last story, Russia will annex four regions in Ukraine today after tightly controlled, quote unquote, referendums that Kremlin officials claim resulted in 99% of locals voting to join Russia. Weirdly, North Korea's ruling party often wins their elections with similar margins, so... There you go. Yeah. Well, also, we actually just ran a poll, an election for the world's best podcast, and the peak daily was selected by 99% of all listeners. Can you believe that, Jay? The annexation is a sharp escalation of the conflict as Russia says it will defend the annexed territory by whatever means necessary, hinting at the possible use. They keep saying this word, Jay, and I don't like it, possible use of nuclear weapons, despite not fully controlling any of the regions. The U.S. State Department said it has greenlit the use of American-supplied weapons in the annexed regions as it still considers them sovereign Ukraine territory. Now, this could set up a showdown between NATO and Russia if Vladimir Putin follows through on threats to regard Ukrainian attacks with U.S. weapons in the region as attacks on Russian soil. Meanwhile, 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 the Nord Stream gas pipeline drama from earlier this week threatens to add to tensions. Now, NATO confirmed the damage was a result of sabotage and threatened a determined response against the perpetrators. Russian officials said it was a terror attack, probably conducted at a state level, and called for an investigation. Now, next, the war could be entering into a more dangerous phase with a greater risk of spilling beyond Ukraine's borders, which I, I speak for everyone, nobody wants, Jay. 
Pete Bellis, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. And as always, thanks to Dale Richardson and 306 Media Productions for putting together this episode. Thank you, Dale. And thank you, Brett. Brett, have a great weekend. Yeah, you too, Jay.